nervous around girls and I will freeze up. Oh. So like Paul said, I'm from beyond the wall. Uh, Canada. Canada's where I'm from. Uh, it's a frozen wasteland. It makes sense. We have giants. We have weird zombie men. It's fun. It's fun. It's a good time. But I, uh, I immigrated to America so that I could join the Air Force. You know, American Dream and all that. And uh, I learned a lot about languages when I moved down. Like languages, we have the same language, but it's different. There's some uh, minor changes that I wasn't aware of. Like for example, y'all say pasta. I can't get behind it. I say pasta. You know, that's the shit that comes out of the craft dinner box when you're sitting around with your pencil crayons. It's a lot of fun. But uh, I was carpooling to work one day with some gals, and, uh, well, some guy cut in front of us, and it was real, real tight maneuvering, and that girl driving appropriately honked the horn. But the guy in front of us gave us one of these. And this is not for you all, this is just an example. Please don't be offended. But I got I got real upset about that. I felt like I had to say something so that everyone would know and also be upset and we wouldn't solve any problems. And so I yelled out, the only way I knew, that guy just fingered us. Which is different in America. So I'm trying to say it's a little bit different slightly sexual connotation. I think dogs are uh, real sexual animals. You know? I just, like, I feel like Fifty Shades of Grey is based on them. And you're wondering why, but you ever tell a dog, time for walkies, he goes straight to the leash. Yeah, kinky, tie-up time. Very, very nice, very, very fun. So y'all pissed off about the Hundred Years' War? Segways, I don't own them. I'm not a Paul Blart mall cop. I'm real mad about the Hundred Years' War because, like, a lot happened in a hundred years. More than a hundred years. And what do we all know about the Hundred Years' War? Joan of Arc. Bitch was only in it for, like, three years. Like, look at the ratio. That's 3%. That's simple man. How is she the hero? Shit bothers me. Other stuff that bothers me is that Frozen movie, but not because of the way you're thinking, because I have seen it four times today. <laughs> it's just cute, guys. I don't care. It's like a wholesome film. But no, that bitch. Uh, you know the one I'm talking about. Blonde girl. Always singing. She goes off, she goes, she find, people find out she's magical. Which, for one, I feel like that's a really cool thing to find out about someone. Oh, sweet, you can do magic, we're friends now. But no, she thought it would be real bad, so she ran away and she went to her ice palace thing and she lived there for a while and she starts thinking about letting it go. Which, that's not what letting it go is. Letting it go is saying, alright, cool, you know about me being magic, but we can be friends still. That's letting go. What she was doing is giving up. Like, she just quit. It could have been more appropriate if instead of a sweet dress, she was wearing, like, sweatpants and the Crocs slippers. 
story of her life. I don't know. I feel upset for like vampires. Because vampires get to live forever. But they also have to live forever. So like if you lose your legs as a vampire, that's it. You're wheelchair bound for eternity now. It's real rough. And like losing my legs is a big fear of mine. But I think it'd be really cool if I like lost my arms. Maybe just half. Because I know a place that sells glue and I know a place that sells hammers. And I got an itch for fight crime. Just wandering around at night striking fear into the hearts of criminals and nails. Uh, I don't know, that sounds kind of villainy. Uh, you ever had the table slipped on you? Kind of like that. How you find out you're the villain? I did one time, you know, I'm a man of my word and I always keep my promises and one night my friends wanted to go out partying and I told them I'd DD. And we get to the party and after a while people start giving me real dirty looks and they're real mad at me and for some reason now I'm the asshole. Like I'm only six beers in. <laughs> but I never said I wasn't going to drive them and that's, I just, I don't get it. Like. I don't know, people get real mad at you. So clearly I have a bit of an alcohol problem designated as alcohol abuse. And I was told to combat this, I need to not drink. But it doesn't make sense to me because neglect is abuse. I know from my childhood. <laughs> it hurts. And I don't want to do that to, to good old beer. I got one little story for you all before I go from my North of the Walls fun time place. There's a lot of magic North of the Wall for all of you who don't know, particularly any Jon Snow in the audience. He knows nothing. <laughs> but up in this magical place, there's a cave. If you go to this cave, you start saying something, and the cave will echo back to you the end of your sentence. You can forget a lot of pronoun, profound, pronoun? Uh, a lot of pronouns. Uh, and a lot of profound information from this cave. So you can go there and say, yeah, I want to be a better hockey player, and the cave will echo back, uh, you need to work on stick handling. Or you say, I want to get a job in high finance, and the cave will say, oh, cut off that ponytail. <laughs> it's practical, it knows things. But I wanted to get real deep with it, you know, so I wanted to learn the secrets of life. And I walked up to the cave, and I spoke into the mouth of it, happiness is, and it echoed back, penis is penis. I'm nah, just kidding. It's a Cox. Tell this 
this lady, I need stamps. Uh, and I hear her mother mother that and I go up to her and I'm like 
three and I'm like, it's like 300 bucks. Like, some, some bet, some And she goes, get! Get out of here! We don't serve your size here!
where the magic happens. <laughs> Son of Harry Potter, and all I got were these Hogwarts. Two Hogwarts puns, is that too many? Is that, is that too many? No. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know. Okay, I'll, uh, uh, I, I'll finish with this. Uh, how long am I at? Yeah, I'll finish with this. Uh, I, I wish I knew what to say, like, after sex. Like, I really don't know what to say. I'm not like, boom, boom, Thor! I don't know what cool did it say. It just, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Uh, the only time I ever had, like, a one-night stand, uh, it, it just, uh, it didn't, didn't end well. It was, like, 4 a.m. We'd just been drinking all night. And almost, the sun was almost rising. And, like, so I'm like, alright. I, I knew it wasn't going well, because as I put on a condom, like, things started to change. Like, and she goes, do condoms really make that much of a difference? I'm like, Ugh. it's like, it's like shoving, like, a room temperature string cheese back in its container. It's just not conducive. Like, it's not the same. It's not gonna work out. And, so, like, it took podcast has been brought to you by Ritual Misery. For more great shows, go to RitualMisery.com and support us by clicking on the Amazon banner. Thank you.